0: Hello friends, Anna King here and welcome to this audio, How to Get Unstuck. So I just wanted to provide a little extra emotional support for those of you who are going through a lot of things right now. Maybe you're feeling some extra emotional pain, what I call sludginess or stuckness and not really being able to um, get through some of the emotional heaviness or the pain to get into creation mode or to be able to lock into your core or to gratitude or to lightness and to be able to enjoy your life and so um, I've had several different clients this week and last week uh, going through a lot of this and uh, I'm I feel like um, people who are drawn to the the growth and work um, are also tend to be pretty sensitive and some of them are very empathic or intuitive. And so many um, many of my clients and, and friends have been feeling some of the the energies that are sort of rolling around in you know the the stratosphere right now, um, whether you're feeling it from being on Facebook and um, social media in general, or from the news, or just from you know talking to different people, there's a you know a lot of heaviness and a lot of challenges. And if you are an empath or an intuitive, you're probably feeling it more intensely right now. And so I just wanted to um, share my thoughts and see if um, those things will support you a little bit in being able to move, you know, out of survival mode into creation mode and give you a couple of tools to to do that. So, you know, when we're hurting or we're in emotional pain, often the mind's first tendency is to try to either control it or suppress it, right? And at some point that no longer works. And then when that doesn't work, We tend to want to fix it or analyze it. So fix it, like get in there and figure out what's wrong or what's wrong with our lives or what's going on. We we tend to get in an analytical mode and and there's some value to that. Um, But then at some point, maybe that doesn't work anymore. And then the tendency is to kind of label ourselves like I'm an anxious person. I'm a depressed person. Um, I don't have what it takes. I must just. There must just be something wrong with me, right? And um, and then sometimes when we're doing this this growth and processing work, maybe you're doing some EFT tapping or you're digging a little bit deeper into what's not working in your life, and you're learning how to emotionally process. Um, what what can happen is we can get a little bit stuck. In the subconscious mind layer, and I call that the getting stuck in the hamster wheel of thoughts and emotions. And what that means is, is that we can, um, we you know, we have a, a thought maybe about what's going on in the world or what's going to happen or something that's not working in our lives, and that thought. Um, what it creates is a neurochemical that goes down the central spinal column and, and, and it goes into the body and we feel something like anger or resentment or um, anxiety or doubt or uncertainty. And then that neurochemical is creating an energy of an emotion. And that emotion will kind of create this loop that loops back up into our mind that can create all sorts of projections or fears or um you know more doubts and and uh and and we have kind of this movie screen in our mind that can create all sorts of things and and then that sends a certain signal to the limbic system which is the emotional center of your brain and it moves down and 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 creates that emotion again and so then you have this this kind of thought feeling loop and it can get it can be easy to get stuck on this hamster wheel of thoughts and emotions, and you're kind of in that loop, and and uh, and it's kind of hard to get off. You know, the way I described it to a friend of mine recently, when I've gotten stuck in this hamster wheel, is it's almost like being at one of those um, those rides at like a Slitterbahn or. Um, you know, when you're about to go on a, a ride and and you have this moment where you're think you're you're about to, to push off and, and like go down you know, go on some sort of ride and and um you have this moment of do I really want to do this? you know? And so um, Sometimes catching yourself right at that moment where you think, okay, I'm about to go take this ride of this thought and emotion ride, catching yourself right at that moment, um, that's where we can shift directions from taking the ride, taking the hamster wheel. Um, in this case, it's not a good ride. It's a, it's a ride that will take us deep into the labyrinth of our own minds and our own emotions. And, and so I just want to help you know how to work with that and when to process it and when to, uh, not process. And, and, um, so hopefully this will provide some clarity and some tools and, and, um, and maybe it will be of support to you. So uh, there's three things that are really important when you're in that hamster wheel of thoughts and emotions, or you are, um, you're trying to avoid going there and taking that, that ride of, of, um, you know, just anxiety or the loop of, of sludgy and stuck depression kind of things. So um, number one, and I find this to be a really important key here is um, we can kind of get stuck in in our thought that that labyrinth of our thoughts. But if we can learn how to move the energy of whatever we feel, then it's a faster way out of the uh, challenge. And what I mean by moving the energy is remember energy is what, um, is, is all of life is made up everything is made up of energy foods, thoughts, emotions, things everything is vibrating at some level of energy, and inside of our our system, emotions are energy in motion. And so, you know, when someone's depressed, their energy is low, it's heavy. And when someone is feeling really happy, the energy is light and free and you can feel the energy. It's not something you can see, it's something you can feel. And so um, the first thing we want to do is not so much focus on, you know, all the intricacies of what's going on in our life and what's wrong and all that, because that can get you stuck, you know, in that hamster wheel, thoughts and emotions. We want to learn how to get straight into the energy and learn how to move it, to move it from being sludgy and stuck and to move it out and clear it through because oftentimes especially right now there may be all sorts of things that you are feeling all sorts of heavy energies or um fear based energies or um you know lots of there's just so much going on right and um if you can observe that heavy energy that fear-based energy, and you can learn how to move it without getting stuck in all the thoughts and projections. Then you don't have to live in that state of suffering. And so, there are several different ways that I love, you know, to move the energy, and I'm I'm learning more every day. Um, but the three I'm going to mention today. Um, the first one's pretty obvious. It's it's move move your body exercise. And this could be anything from you know getting outside and taking a walk and taking deep breaths to doing a yoga practice where you can really connect your mind and your body and you can really observe where those energies are and breathe into them and move them. Um, I felt kind of sludgy this morning and so I was grateful that I had a yoga class I could get to and I could move some of that energy and and, and watch it and feel it just leave my body um, because sometimes we just don't know what's taking us down and we tend to identify ourselves with it and get stuck in it rather than learning how to move it. So you, can, you could go out and, and take a run. You could go do whatever workout. It doesn't matter so long as you feel that energy moving. And it's, it's not getting stuck anymore. You can feel it leaving your body. And so um, I, the, the big key here with exercise is make sure exercise is something that's, that you actually feel better after you do it. Um, it's not just something that you check off your list or you're looking to see if you've gone, you know, if you've done your hour long exercise, that's not the point. The point of exercise is to move energy. Um, it's not only moving your emotional energy, it is also working with your lymphatic system to clear physical blockages, toxins that are that are waking up and moving through your system. And that's why you kind of feel sometimes that kind of resistance to movement because all of those blockages are kind of waking up and moving through your body. So exercise is a, a beautiful way to move the energy. And um, And along with that, the the second thing here is breath work. Um, And anytime you can incorporate breath work into your exercise, that is going to help clear that sludginess and move the energy through your body and clear it out. I also love the breath work that uh, is taught by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He has a really great breath work practice that helps you move it from your your lower energy centers up and it kind of elevates this, the kind of heavy or sludgy energy and moves it up into the head for, um, to bring it, to bring more lightness. And you can, you can check out his, his work. Um, you know, his, the book that is fantastic, um, that teaches you how to do the breath work is becoming supernatural. I love that one. And, and there's lots of things on his website. Um, if you want to know more about that, drjoedispenza.com. Also Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F. He has a wonderful breathwork practice. Both of those that I just mentioned are great. So you can check out those breathwork practices to help you move the energy. It's fantastic. And um, I highly, highly recommend breathwork. Uh, the third thing to move the energy is uh, EFT tapping. And EFT tapping works with the limbic system, that part of the, that emotional center of the brain that uh, is, is kind of constantly scanning for the external threats. And it's the part of the brain that sends out the neurochemicals, like I talked about earlier with your hamster wheel kind of thing. It's it's the watchtower. It's the control center that's sending out those neurochemicals down your central screen Spinal column, informing your body, and then um, kind of getting that that feedback loop of thoughts and then creating more neurochemicals. So you can imagine if we could work with the control panel of the mind, then we can clear a lot of stuff. So tapping, EFT tapping is fantastic. That's one of my main modalities in this work. And uh, of course, if you want more, you can go to annandkingcoaching.com and get more on that. All right, so let's move on to the second thing that I think is super important when you're trying to get unstuck. Um, this is especially for those of you who have been doing this work for a while or for even a short amount of time. And um, maybe you have been processing things from the past that are old programs that aren't working you know, for you. You're trying to heal from um, some chronic physical issue um, or you're just wanting to take it to the next level. But if you have been doing this work, what you might have noticed is the tendency to, um, get in what I call a gray zone. Um, so maybe you're in a session and, and we've been processing things and something comes up that's like this aha moment for you. And it's a really good aha moment. And um, But maybe you go through the, the rest of the week and you are trying to sort of figure out more of how to, to work with that. You want to go a little bit deeper with it or um, you're, you're just kind of like analyzing it. And what this can do, this kind of overanalyzing of it, is it can get you in that, stuck in that sort of hamster wheel and and kind of put you in a gray zone where you're neither processing it uh, on a subconscious level, which is actually going to clear the energy, but you're, you're, you're also not fully in your life. You're kind of in this gray zone. And the reason I'm really big on uh, sharing this is because I lived in the gray zone for years. There was a certain time in my life where I was really trying to to sort through a lot of things and I just wasn't fully able to be fully present in my life. And I was doing so much processing that I would just sort of get stuck in this kind of gray zone. And so I um, I feel very strongly that that when we're doing this this healing work that we need to be careful to either process what we're going through, like actually sit down and do the tapping or do our meditation or, or journal or pray or whatever it is that will really help clear the energy. You either need to sit down and you need to process it or be present in your life. Let it, you know, let whatever um, processing thing you're doing, like. Let that go, maybe mentally put it in a box and say, I'm gonna save that for the next session that I have. Or I'm gonna save that for the next little window of time where I can actually really dig into it. But don't get stuck in that little gray zone in between. You wanna process or be present in your life, fully engaged in your life, not stuck in the gray zone. And um, it's a huge key, I think, because um, this all of this work is can be very transformative but you don't want it to take you out of your life. And that can be kind of a temptation that I just want to help you become aware of. All right, so that was number two, processor be present. Be all in the processing or be all in your life. Okay, so number three, and this is a super important key, um, especially with with those of us who are processors, who really like to figure out what's going on and how to clear the energy and all that stuff. Um, You know, the fastest way to healing is to get in touch with our core. And your core, you know, is your spiritual self, your intuition, your connection to God, your connection to um, the truth and connection to gratitude. And um, if you know this work at all, you know that CORE is an acronym for Coherent, Open-Hearted, Relaxed Energy. And coherent just means that there is a, a, a... A signal that you're tuning into at your heart center that is a a beautiful wave-like signal that is sent from the heart to the brain to the body and it is a very healing energy and so the best way to get coherent is to tune into your heart center and tune into gratitude, tune into everything that is beautiful in your life and and um, the second word here is open hearted. And when you're tuned into your heart center, you really want to focus on opening your heart. Because you know, when we're in pain, we close off, right? We tend to get kind of maybe turned inward and sort of stiff or rigid. But um, open hearted is very important to open up your heart, to open up your awareness and your energy. To the possibility of being supported by God and all of life, and by the, all the goodness that's around you, by the the potential for um, all of this stuff going on to be, um, for it to be good in the end. Like you know, there's there's really good happening, and uh, the good is starting from within you and moving outward. And uh, the third word in this acronym, relaxed. Um, It's very important to get out of stress mode and into peace mode. And that's what the tapping does, is it dials down the nervous system to get you out of that overstimulated nervous system into that relaxed, peaceful energy. So, um, And of course, we're working with energy here. So coherent, open-hearted, relaxed energy. So we want to tune back into that core as often as possible because that is the healing mode, that is your creation mode, and of course tapping EFT tapping is great for neutralizing, processing the emotion. Meditation and visualization and tuning into the core is is really great for changing your energy, for moving the energy, you know, for accessing um, that that coherent, open-hearted, relaxed energy. So a huge key that I just want to end with here is that, um, sometimes I think we feel like we have to wait for our circumstances to change for someone to change, or maybe even for God to do something for us. Or, you know, we wait until the 11th hour or a crisis in our health or relationships in order to change. And my, my, um, Experience in this is that there is a gift that we've been given, and it's our it's our intention, and it's our will, and it's our capacity f- for growth that we get to decide on. We get to choose, and um, so we don't have to wait for something outside to outside of us to happen. We don't have to wait for God to do something necessarily. Um, we can actually just sort of plug in. We can tune in to the energy that's already there, the connection the um, the relationship that's already there it's already present it always has been and always will be and um, the analogy that I love to use is that I, I have a salt lamp actually I have many salt lamps throughout my whole house but there's one that I'm looking at right now in my room and what I the way I like to think of this this capacity that we have to plug in at all times is that you know the the what what that salt lamp needs in order to shine is already there. There's a light bulb. There's the cool lamp. There's the the cord that plugs into the electricity, and and the electricity is always there, right? The electricity is on in the house, and um, that electricity is like the um, all of the love that's always present, and always all of the support, and all the gratitude, and all the goodness, and everything. It's already all there. But we get to make the decision to plug in. We just get to plug into the electricity and let that glow, shine in our lives. And um, that's the that's the main message here is that this goodness is always within, it's always available. And so anyway, I hope that all of this has been helpful to you in some way. Um, if you would like more support, I encourage you to join us at one of our retreats. We're doing mini retreats right now, just a little shorter ones. Um, but I think they're still going to be amazing and would love for you to, to join us. So, um, if you want more, you can also go to Anna All right, that's it for today. Lots of love to you all.